Y'all remember this? Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let me just get this off my chest, too. Check this out. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I can't believe it. What's your perspective on, uh, I guess, the Big 18 right now? The Rich Eisen Show. You know, pretty much now, I think what you can do is college football, take tradition and take geography, kind of throw it out the window. Earlier on the show, co-host of Good Morning Football, Kyle Brandt, Raiders defensive end, Max Crosby. Coming up, NFL analyst, Mina Kimes. And now, it's Rich Eisen. That's a fact. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Kyle Brandt in hour number one. Uh, And then we did our What's More Likely Friday Usual, chopped up a whole bunch of college football and last night's remarkable baseball game in Dodger Stadium between two MVP players, two terrific players, and uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Mookie Betts. If you missed any of that, including all the phone calls, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial, um, you can check out uh, the show once we end our third hour right here on the Roku channel because uh, we re-air and we'll re-air all weekend long, including Labor Day, and it'll be a lot of fun as well for you to check us out on our podcast, uh, The Rich Eisen Show, all three hours available. Uh, hour number three, also for you. Phone lines are lit. Everybody wants to play the win-loss game where uh, I go down the schedule game by game for your team and see just how out of your mind you are uh, with hope. Um, and so that's coming up in hour number three of the show. But uh, kind enough to zoom in to this program live here on the Rich Eisen Show to kick off the final hour of this show, heading into Labor Day weekend for a big NFL season to kick off next week from the worldwide leader in sports. Many different shows and podcasts. Mina Kimes right here. How are you doing, Mina? I'm doing great. I was actually at the Dodgers Braves game last night. Uh, what a game. What a ticket. Uh, what a moment between those two MVP candidates. So I, it was really fun to be there in person. Yeah, I bet. I mean, and just just seeing all that. And by the way, Messi's coming to town this weekend. It's a heck of a Los Angeles sports weekend for all of us to you know, enjoy before we go into our NFL worlds, Mina. I'm looking yeah, forward for the, to it. That means you got to kind of watch the traffic patterns the, <laughs> this, being in L.A. You know, traffic and weather together on the, on like the two. like that. <laughs> exactly. So let's jump into it. Uh, what's, what is, in your mind, the biggest storyline entering the 2023 season for the NFL? Oh, man. The biggest storyline entering the 2023 season. I think it's got to be the Jets, right? <laughs> I mean, I, and I hate to say that because uh, I, I know this entire summer, if you're not a Jets fan, you're probably really sick of hearing about the Jets. And I work in a network where we talk about the Jets a lot. I understand that there's been uh, Jets. Uh, I mean, there are hard knocks. It's some people might call it Jets propaganda out there right now, but it is the best or the most interesting story in football, Rich, to me, because it feels like. The variance uh, it, it, for the potential for variance is so high. I mean, this is a team that either could be a, like a legitimate Super Bowl contender or it could go completely off the rails given how difficult the start of their schedule is. Well, I mean, the start of their schedule and it's Rodgers' health because yeah. if the whole point of this was to make sure a team that had matured faster than expected had the steady hand at quarterback that's required in order to win games with a defense that does appear to be championship ready and a bunch of young players that appear to be big-time playmakers from Garrett Wilson to hopefully Brees Hall being healthy. And that's the question. It's Rodgers' health. And as long as he stays healthy, the first six games of the season will tell the tale. That's for sure. I think sort of lost in all of this, I mean, it's unclear at the moment how much Rodgers will bounce back from what we saw last year was just not only a down year for him, but he was statistically one of the bottom 10 quarterbacks in the NFL by most metrics. And I think you can pin that on a lot of things, right receivers, injuries, his injuries. But for him to come back this season and get anywhere close to how he's playing in 2020, 2021, there are very few examples in NFL history of quarterbacks at that age playing well, which is to say, pushing 40 or after 40. You know, Tom Brady is the exception, obviously, but when you look at quarterbacks like Drew Brees, for example, near the end of his career, Peyton Manning, they tend to hit a cliff at a certain point with age. So I think, you know, there's a lot of questions about Aaron Rodgers, and and one of which is, of course, and this is to your point about the defense, he doesn't have to be great for this team to be good, and I think that makes – it sets a bit of a floor, perhaps, 
for his potential. And obviously you'll be talking quite a bit about it the first Monday night uh, of the season on the Worldwide Leader and the family of networks is Bills and Jets. So um, how do you think the Bills are going to fare this year? I chose them to still win this division. It's theirs to win or lose. Your thoughts on that, Mina? I agree with you. I weirdly feel like they're being underrated, which I, they're probably division favorites, so I don't want to play that game and like straw man it. But it does feel to me or seem that there's some boredom with the Bills, perhaps fatigue after they came into the season as not just division favorites, but Super Bowl favorites or contenders and flamed out. But when I look at this roster, when I look at both the offense and the defense, it's still extremely stacked. The absence of Von Miller the first three weeks does concern me because I thought that pass rush, especially the four-man rush, really dropped off without him in the second half of the season. But I don't have any reason to doubt that Josh Allen and this offense can pick up right where they left off, even when he was hurt at the end of last year. Mina Kimes here from ESPN uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk about Russ, because that's an underrated story. That's that, that may be in the AFC we just hit Jets, Bills. We could hit on every team in the AFC East. Uh, the AFC North is fascinating, soup to nuts, top to bottom. Then, of course, we're living in Mahomes' world. What's going to happen with Herbert now that he's been pizzayed? And then the Raiders have a significant fan base, as we all know. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, the marriage will look like what in year one, do you think? Uh, I would say a minimization of the role of the quarterback whenever possible would be my guess. Everything the Broncos did this offseason in terms of the personnel that they brought in suggests that Sean Payton plans to run the football a great deal, um, you know, with the offensive linemen and, and, and the running backs and tight ends that they added. And when I look at Russ last year and where he struggled and also some of his inconsistencies in the previous two years in Seattle – um, I think my biggest takeaway is this is not a quarterback where you want to put a lot on his shoulders. You do want to have a very rush-heavy offensive game plan. Hopefully he can still hit a few those deep balls off of play action. But his mobility has declined a bit, doesn't really throw to the middle of the field, so you're somewhat limited in what you can do offensively. Wait a minute. So let Russ game manage? That's a terrible mm, yes. hashtag, <laughs> Mina. I like that. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, yeah, real- I, I think it's good. Like, will it work? I mean, because it does appear to me that last year he was better doing the improvisational running um, on the throwing while on the run. That was the Russ cooking. You don't think that he's able to do that anymore? I think it's very inconsistent at this point. And and hopefully if your run game is so dominant that – defenses actually key in on it a bit more there will be some opportunities for him to get explosives what i don't see what i struggle to see when i watch him is okay what is the vision for that sort of efficient underneath offense that we associated with peyton his final years at drew Brees? they're wildly different quarterbacks i don't really see that i think you see you know a lot of tight ends on the field they're already battling the injury bug with their wide receivers um and and i i really think let Russ game manage is a pretty good slogan for the, the Broncos 2023 season. Mina Kimes from ESPN here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm going to put a sports talk construct on the question I'm about to ask you, Mina. Okay. You may not say Chris Jones is holdout. That's the mm-hmm. that's okay. the answer. You may not say that. The, okay. the main issue that gives you concern for the Chiefs to repeat is what? The offensive line changes. Uh, is the second answer that I would give. Okay. Uh, the, this is an offensive line that has some change with Donovan Smith coming over, left tackle from Tampa, uh, struggled last year. I think he was the most penalized left tackle in football, if I remember correctly. Very different stylistically from playing with Tom Brady, where that ball was coming out quickly. You got to pass protect longer, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes. Now, I will say there are things that will help him. I think the interior of the Chiefs offensive line is one of the best in the NFL. And Mahomes does not take a lot of sacks, despite holding on to the football. So he could have a bounce back year. But as you know all too well, the only thing we have seen slow Patrick Mahomes throughout the course of his NFL career has been a lack of pass protection famously in the Super Bowl. So if I had to pick one thing, I don't, frankly, I don't really care who's catching the football in Kansas City. All I care 
is that the offensive line doesn't take a big step back. Yeah, I'm done with that that whole thing. If they remove Tyree Kill and they win a Super Bowl and, and the offense doesn't seem to skip a beat in the passing game, I'm 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 out on that. I'm done. Uh, I'm fine. not going to I'm not taking any cheese looking at their wide receiver uh depth chart anymore. Certainly if Kelsey's totally. still active and helpful and helping and all of that stuff. So I'm I'm out on that front. Um, I, I'm just, and, and this is what we do, um, Mina, and I'm sure you're going through this. I'm sure your colleagues at, in ESPN are going through this right now. It's like, are we really going to go on the air and predict them to win again? Because it it hasn't happened since NFL Network first started. The first two years we existed was the, the last time that we were back-to-back Super Bowl champions, and um, we're turning 20. So I don't know. It's tough. Every year, ESPN PR asks us, the NFL analysts, for like our picks, not just for the Super Bowl, but for who's going to be in the Super Bowl on both right. sides. It was so hard for me, Rich, not to do Eagles Chiefs. I, I, I kept trying to come up with different iterations. Oh, I think the Cowboys are really stacked on defense. And oh, they like the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills, whatever. And ultimately, I do just think they're the best two teams in football. I mean, you talk about how hard it is for Super Bowl teams to repeat. It's very rare that Super Bowl losers make it back. They're, I think, in the last twenty years, maybe like one or two. It's few and far between. But when I look at the NFC, the Eagles are the best team. I, I really believe that the best team. I think that offense's continuity will serve them well. So I, I, I tried so hard to not pick those two teams, and it was really impossible for me at the end to come but, up with a different answer. Well, I, but I guess you know, uh, Purdy should you know knock on wood for him 17 games show don't you think he should show the consistency in the same knack that he had in the the last six when the you know when this everything was running hot and the crucible was as 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 tight as it was back at the end of last season Mina I think it'll be fine I think it largely doesn't matter frankly for Brock Purdy, I don't think, you know, you know, obviously covering this team, how how um, high the floor is, shall we say, for the quarterbacks. It's a little bit like bumper bowling out there. I think my one concern with San Francisco, who, of course, has their own talented defensive player really uh, <laughs> not on the field. We'll see how that plays out. It's not about the defense. Uh, with the offense, I do think. They're very good. They're very talented. They were arguably the best offensive football after the Christian McCaffrey trade. However, they're a little bit shallow and a little bit fragile. Uh, I think the offensive line, especially at the tackle position, if Colt McKivitz was to struggle or right tackle, Trent Williams get hurt. I know those are big ifs. They are not deep. They are not deep behind George Kittle. They are. They, I think Christian McCaffrey obviously is a player who's been hurt a lot. So they're a team where if they stay healthy around Brock Purdy, I think are absolutely Super Bowl contenders, but I have some concerns about injuries. All right, so give me two teams, one in each conference, that we're not talking about enough. Because you know and I know we are as attuned to what everybody's talking about since we're the ones, you know, in the midst of doing the talking. Okay, I'll go AFC. I'm really high on the Steelers. Uh Uh, And and this is a take I had before Kenny Pickett put up a perfect preseason. Yes. Um, But when I went back and watched some of his starts during the off season, I was really impressed with his playmaking. And I think what you've seen from him in the preseason in terms of his pocket poise, which was an issue last year, the improvements they made on the offensive line, the fact that he is attacking the middle of the field, throwing deep and that Deontay Johnson and George Pickens might by the end of this year, be viewed as one of the best one, two punches at wide Mm. receiver in the entire NFL. I really like that offense Pass rush is a nightmare right now. They they're also at they're so deep again. Like the guys like Nick Herbig who came out of nowhere this right. preseason looks unbelievable. So that division or the AFC North is a hellscape to be blunt. Uh, I don't even think they're going to win it, but I think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with in the AFC and the NFC. The one that we're not talking about enough is which one? Uh, I like the Packers. Okay. Is that a good... Well, you went higher register, which here on the Rich Eisen Show we always <laughs> note because people need to go higher register frequently to believe their their thoughts. So, all right, I'll give you well, the floor. Well, I'm trying to be like a little bold. I don't want to give go you for like it. a really obvious team. And I sure, think no. the Packers certainly fit the bill. I don't... I mean, this is a team that during the offseason people were asking, are they rebuilding? They were all insulted by it. Um, a couple things, you know, this is a defense that has not uh, played to its talent level for a couple of years now. 
uh, did have a lot of injuries last season, and I think re- they, sh- they should be so much better than they are. So we'll see about that. But um, I not only like what I saw from Jordan Love this preseason, and he played quite a bit of football. I it, Watching him, I realized, man, he is really being put in a good position to succeed. One of the best, deepest offensive lines in the NFL, talented young skill players, a play caller in Matt LaFleur, who I think is – tremendous uh and I, I now he has a quarterback where i think he can really scheme up some easy opportunities for him take advantage of his mobility so i would not be surprised if they uh if they have more wins than people expect all right before i let you go on your friday and your labor day weekend mina so you said chiefs and <laughs> eagles so lame no no that's so a, no 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 it's, it's fine uh who did you choose to win the whole oh shoot match? man did you go repeat I am bravely choosing the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Rich. I the Chris Jones thing worries me though. It I, does. I'm with you. I'm with you because that that might uh cost them a seed. Yes. Right or two. It might, you know, potentially make things tighter in the AFC West than they're usually they're used to. Um but, you know, uh, Mahomes can win a playoff game on the road. Mahomes in Cincinnati in an AFC championship game would be must-watch television. Everything would be obviously involving him. But, okay, so that's that's one thing. And then before I let you go, if you don't mind indulging us, we have been playing a win-loss game with our callers and listeners and viewers where we ask them to choose game by game, win by win, by win or loss by loss, what the final record of a team is going to be. And I'd love for you to do that for the Seattle Seahawks, if you don't mind. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, take off my Homer hat. That's okay. That's all right. People just understand people get lost in it. Jake Tapper had the Eagles go 16-1 and one and said, what the hell just happened? But <laughs> not, the, not that kind of Homer. Uh, okay, I don't know. Here, here you go. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, yeah, Kyle Brandt or, came on in hour number one, and uh, he had the Bears go 13-4 and four with Justin Fields winding up winning MVP, Eberflus Coach of the Year, and what, Darnell Wright being the okay. Rookie of the Year. So oh, yeah. just be careful. You make me feel good. We, okay, counsel, yeah, you. No, we, we just counsel you to be careful. All right, and, and we give some inspiration. Right. Here we go, Mina Kimes. Here we go. There's the music for inspiration. Seattle Seahawks win-loss game with Mina Kimes of the Worldwide Leader. Home for the Rams. Win. At the Detroit Lions. Win. 2-0 against the Carolina Panthers at home. Win. Oh, no. At the New York Giants on a Monday night. Uh, This is actually my due date, so I'm going to say... <laughs> I'll say a, a loss for the Seahawks and a win for me. Personally. Okay, but that's called that's called even if you lose, you win. That's that's a Levar Ball right there. Okay, very good. That's what we call that here on the Rich Eisen Show. At the Cincinnati Bengals coming off of a bye with a newborn. At loss. three and one, loss. Okay, yeah. three and two, home for the Cardinals. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. It depends on. I guess are they taking the bus Just or are they laughs. driving themselves? They got fire in their guts, Rich. That, That's a win. I don't know what that was about. Home for the Cleveland Browns, four and two. Uh, win. Five and two at the Ravens. Boss. Five and three, home for the Commanders. Win. Six and three at the Rams. Win. Seven and three Thanksgiving night home against the Niners. Loss. Sam Darnold. That's going to ruin my Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, Sam, wow, she wants Sam Darnold. Yes. How about that? That's yeah, quite say, the call. One, two, three, level. four, five, six, seven, and four okay. at the Cowboys the following Thursday. Loss. Seven and five at the Niners. Win. I'll split it. Okay. Eight and five home for the Eagles. Loss. Eight and six at the Titans. Win. Nine and six, home for the Steelers. Mm. Feels like an annoying loss. Nine and seven at the Cardinals. Win. Ten and seven. Reasonable? Reasonable. I, and by the way, very reasonable, very well Mina. I like <laughs> most people. So is it so are you gonna is the birth of the child gonna be on the Manning cast? What's happening? <laughs> Mina. Uh, the plan? Omaha? Uh, that- that bad boy might get induced if he puts it too close <laughs> to game time. I'll say that. Is it a boy? Is it a boy? It is a boy, yeah. A he's got to learn, you know, what the priorities are. Understood. My <laughs> yes. My wife and I, Susie and I, induced so our daughter who just turned 10 was uh, around for the season kickoff years Love ago, it. believe it or not. That actually happened. That's our lives, Mina. That's our lives. Don't don't shy away from it. Uh have a have have a great um, last month as you're ready for your child, your boy to arrive. And thanks for the time here. Greatly appreciate thanks. it. 
Thanks for having me. Always blessed. Uh, you bet. At Mina Kimes. <laughs> follow her on all social media. Kind enough to uh, zoom in here uh, Friday before Labor Day weekend right here on the Rich Eisen Show. It was uh, 10 and 7. Very reasonable. For the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I like that. That's a playoff team, yeah. Well, when you lose, I win. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be mean. Huh? By the way, October That's 2nd, bad. my father may his rest in peace. That was his birthday. Uh, so there you go. Mr. Jewel. There you go. All right, let's take a break. Phone calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. And let's talk about that Arizona Cardinals uh, <laughs> snippet that Schefter put out there for everyone to consume on, good, good, on, his, good Lord. on his feed. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Whenever they uh, have a shot of a head coach. The cutaway. The cutaway. Mm -hmm. We like to guess mm -hmm. what that individual is like as a stepfather. <laughs> Brockman, who's up first? Who do we have up first here? First up, Alabama head coach, Nick, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. What is he, what would, taking a look at Nick Saban. Nick is Saban is yeah. the kind of stepfather that regardless of how... Uh, different he may seem to you. In every single Christmas card yes. photo, his hair has been the exact same <laughs> since the since he married your mother. He's also the kind of stepfather that wears uh, uh, dress pants and then a you know a, a white tank top undershirt. <laughs> All the time, unless he leaves the house and then he puts on the dress shirt. Former 49er head coach, current Michigan head coach, um, Jim uh, Harbaugh. Be gentle here. You be having a conversation with him. Mm -hmm. You think it's going really great. Mm -hmm. And then he just all of a sudden gets a look on his face and he goes, what was that? <laughs> and your heart just goes into your throat and you think you've, you, you've said something horribly wrong. And you instantly start thinking about all the things that you could possibly yeah. be getting in trouble sure. for. Do we have Tom Sula? Do we yeah, have we Tom? have a bonus line. Yeah, you got Tom Sula? I've, your got, oh, this, yeah, I've got what this one. Your, what I've about got your current Niner head coach? He is the kind of guy that we will be having a conversation with you, and he'll never be looking at you. And uh, he'll be going, how was your day? You got a good day? And you start telling him how your day was. And then he'll always go, hey, honey, what's for dinner? <laughs> No matter what you're talking about, so you'd be can bearing I, can we your try? soul. Can we try? Yeah, you'd be bearing your soul. Yeah. So uh, hold on a minute. So I'm, I'll be I'll be your stepson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 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 Richie, how, how was the day? That was great. Uh, Dad, let me tell you about what was going on. Hey, in honey, have you seen the clicker? <laughs> Where's the clicker? <laughs> Where's the clicker? We got to get Colin back to do this. 
It's been eight years. Yeah. We got to do it. Back here on the uh, Rich Eisen Show. Uh, that was a lot of fun with Mina Kimes right there. And uh, we're excited to have our Zoom up and running here on our program. Yeah, it's a game changer, Rich. Well, you know what? We're just trying to change the game. We don't hate it. We just try to change it. Uh, right here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. I got I to ring up uh, my buddy Schefter. I guess he was doing the Cardinals a solid by tweeting out a clip to a behind-the-scenes sort of like every team does its own hard knocks now, right? Seems like I it. voiced one over for the Jets. The Jets do their own hard knocks. Everybody has their – because it's content. Everybody wants to know what's going on behind the scenes, what the coach sounds like, what the players are doing behind the scenes, right? And um, he tweeted out uh, a clip from the Cardinals version of this. And Jonathan Gannon, the new head coach of the Cardinals, who is under a lot of scrutiny, um, certainly because – Another behind-the-scenes video came out just after he got hired. And his interaction with Rondell Moore, who's a very explosive player, and he made explosive noises just yeah. walking up to him like, pew, 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 and it was really weird. <laughs> um, there's no other way to put it. It was just really weird. And and you're just looking at the, the players' reactions, and your first thought is like, you know, are, are they going to buy what he's selling? Like, that's the question. Because you got to do a lot of buying in Arizona right now and you got to really sell the players when DeAndre Hopkins is cut and Kyler Murray is hurt and you just cut the veteran who everybody assumed was going to start and you knew Kyler Murray wasn't starting this season to begin with. So your plan all along was to just see how it was working with Colt or maybe the plan was definitely going with Colt and they had the unfortunate circumstance of him just – no longer being able to do it. And it was exposed by their training camp. That could be it. And they're like, we can't do it, so let's get Josh Dobbs in here. That's the emergency break glass quarterback of teams that <laughs> need somebody. That's what happened with the Titans last year. Okay, Tannehill's not walking through that door, and Malik Willis is not ready, and we got to beat the Jaguars to make the playoffs. we got to get somebody in here. And they got Dobbs in there early enough. Or they gonna, maybe they've seen Clayton Toon. The fifth round selection out of Houston with very purdy like college numbers. I don't know, but there's a sell job that this coach has got to do. And the video was there's no other way to put it. And on it's just weird. Where he asks the players, you know, in a in a meeting setting where you're 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 ready for a rah-rah speech, a peel the paint off the wall, or you don't have to do that. You could say something inspiring. I mean, Tony Dungy never really peeled the paint off the wall. But he asked the players if who who drove themselves to work today? Raise your hands. And then who took the bus? What bus? Like, and again, this is out of context. Were they somewhere where they added where they bust the players from yeah, a hotel in, not, or not sure. I don't know. And he he used that as, it seems, again, this is the way it was edited, like a metaphor for one person, if you took the bus, it was better for you? Like, it, they're here to win? and Or you drove yourself, you took the initial? I've watched it so many times, and I, I, I actually tweeted out on Schefter's feed, like, somebody... Like I don't, I don't get the bus or drive yourself analogy. I didn't. And the fire in your gut. I think what struck me when I, and I've watched it half a dozen times now, just kind of the blank stares on the players. But again, that's the editing, they, right? And we don't. Like, know I have no idea. How like if that's the edit, taken, if the, if the or, players are 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 really sitting there going, "Who the hell is this like, guy?" What or is that's he talking our, about? And I right, will counsel so. this again, just to be completely fair and balanced. Do you remember when Nick Sirianni? had his press conference about watering and gardening and mm-hmm. and all that and we're and, and his first press conference as head coach of the Eagles and he looked like you know in overhead yeah Adam Gase yeah. without the moving his eyes around but he looked yeah. wide-eyed and it looked like no tacos. what did the Eagles yeah. just do mm-hmm. and now he's the one who's just like effing everybody from the sidelines of a team that was terrific last year and he has gotten credit for getting to a spot that we all believe, Mina Combs, we just uh, ended our Zoom meeting with her. 
And she's like, this is the clear class of the NFC. And Sirianni was the guy who hired Jonathan Gannon. And Sirianni, we all thought, this guy is toast. They're not buying what he's selling. And he doesn't know what he's doing. And boy, is Philadelphia going to chew him up and spit him out. But right now, going into the season, mm. the general sense is like, this team is tanking. Even though there are some, when the shots of the of, of the faces in the room, it was Hollywood Brown, Buda Baker, okay? Like, that guy isn't tanking for anyone. That's true. Buda Baker tanks for no man or <laughs> draft choice. What if they, James Conner was another face in the room? He's not tanking for anybody. Are you kidding me? What he's come back from in his career, what he's done with his career, he's tanking? Get out of here. What if they beat Washington? Exactly. Which is entirely possible. And Clayton Toon's the next um, Brock Purdy. Purdy. I I don't know. know. Or Josh Dobbs finally gets, well, not finally, finally starts gaining some traction with the opportunity that he has. Because he, he gets opportunities. I think about this, though. We had the exact same kind of thought when Dan Campbell came. Yes, we true. About biting kneecaps. And I remember, Brock, when you were like, are they going to buy into this? Yeah. And now we're talking about Detroit is winning the division. And, you know, so look, man, it, it happens. And Dan Campbell now Maybe. is getting ready to bring the Detroit Lions to Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, the way that they bought what he sold – Certainly, from jump, we assume, took root, and I guess he watered, right, and fertilized. That's what it was, water and fertilizing. And we saw what the Lions became last year at the end of the season, which was a wrecking crew that you don't want to face. But we definitely weren't sure when he was starting. Of course not. And so now here he is getting ready to bring them into Kansas City, and he spoke today about... Taking on Patrick Mahomes as he's banner-raising in front of the whole country next Thursday. In basketball, you, the, the cliche is make him go left when you want to you know, stop a guy. Mm-hmm. Is, is there equivalent with Mahomes? Is there a make him go left strategy that, that you want to enforce to, I, I guess, weaken what you can do? Make him go backwards. <laughs> and, and never turn around where he can throw back that way, just that way. Um, that would be about the best way to sum it up um yeah look this guy is he's tough you know and uh that's that's the easy answer to all this he, he's he is a uh, highly competitive highly instinctive aware player and it all he is the engine in this offense everything runs through him he makes it go but no he he's as he's as good as they come he's as tough as they are to play um he's a great player what else can you say <laughs> right and every and again, the same people. I bet you, if that's one circle that we just discussed about Jonathan Gannon, and what everybody thinks the Cardinals are going to do this year, and we had another circle of the people who think the Lions are going to be the cannon fodder for the Chiefs, and you push them together like a Venn diagram. I bet you, mm-hmm. the middle of that, those two circles would be filled up with the same fan base. But I bet you if what's more likely, the Lions shock people next Thursday or the Cardinals shock people all season long, you choose the Lions. You choose the Lions. I guess, just based on roster and talent. But the way they finished is significant. Those things matter. And they got better. This kid, Sam Laporta, that they're going to send out there at tight end, they got rid of Hawkinson last year. Yep. This Another Iowa kid's coming out. He's really... Good. You know who would probably know how to make tight ends better? The coach. And, and also, I'm telling everybody, did Jameer Gibbs take a snap in the preseason? Did he play? Hmm. I didn't see a single highlight from it. I, I, I didn't watch every Detroit Lions game in the preseason. Uh, you know, and and what are they going to do with Jamal Williams gone? He scored 17 times last year. Jamison Williams is out for the first six. I get it. I'm telling everybody, this Jameer Gibbs kid, when he got drafted 12th overall, a lot of us fans were like, what? 
But some folks in the know in the NFL were saying the Lions beat teams to the punch to get him. He played a little where bit. they got him. He played a little bit in the preseason. Okay. And if you watch so, the, the, the... I bet you they kept him under wraps. They're ready. They're going to unload him mm-hmm. in Kansas City. And if they don't have Chris Jones and they don't get to golf, you know, this kid is going to be a matchup problem. And they're... that and Just counseling everybody that thinks that they're going to be steamrolled. Well, they're not going to walk in there and just be all wide-eyed and say, wow, we're the Detroit Lions. We're not ready for primetime. Nuh-uh. By kneecaps. If you guys saw the, the, the Lions draft day coverage, Brad Holmes looked like he won the Powerball. I know. But, so a lot, they, you know, again. They won it this game. They, moved, they got plans for him. They moved out. They got Jameer Gibbs. They got Jack Campbell. Who a lot of folks, another Iowa Hawkeye. He was one of our glue guys. Yeah, that's right. He can hit. He can play. It's just nobody had a first-round grade on him. Cody in Indianapolis, let's take your phone call here on the Rich Eisen Show. That's line six. What's up, Cody? Hey, not much. How you doing, Rich? What's going on? Cody. Oh, not much. Excited to see you and talk to you guys. And uh, got off work early, so I thought I'd give you a call and play the win-loss game for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. okay. All right. You're on the physically able to perform list, sir. <laughs> well done. Here we go. Let's give them some music. The Indianapolis. We have yet to do this. Indianapolis Colts home against the Jaguars. What do you have? I think we break our losing streak on opening day and win that game. All right. <laughs> at the Houston Texans, first meetup of the two rookie quarterbacks. I think we win that one as well. Two and zero at the Baltimore Ravens. I think we lose that one. By the way, Anthony Richardson and Lamar on the same field. It'll be fun. Uh, two and one at home against the Rams. I think this one's close, but I think the Colts got it in a squeaker. Three and one home against the Titans. I'm gonna say the Colts win this one too. Four and one at the Jaguars. Four and one at the Jaguars, Cody. I think we lose in Jacksonville. Four and two home against the Browns. I think we beat the Browns. Five and two home for the Saints. I think we're taking L here. Um, five and three at the Panthers. Uh, Richardson versus Bryce Young. Uh, I think Richardson gets the best of them this time. Six and three in Germany against the Patriots. Uh, I think we're taking out in Germany, unfortunately. Six and four off the bye, home for the Bucks. I think we got the best of Baker. Seven and four at the Titans. I think we lose in Tennessee. Seven and six at the Bengals. Seven and five at the Bengals. That's an L. Seven and six home for the Steelers. I think that's another L. Seven and seven at the Falcons. I think we win in Atlanta. Eight and seven home for the Raiders. I think this is another competitive game. Uh, close, but the Raiders squeak it out. Eight and eight against the Texans at home. I think we sweep the Texans. Nine and eight. Cody in Indianapolis. That would be um that would be quite a surprise. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Nine and eight would be uh, uh do you think Chris Ballard would sign for that right now, a signer? Oh my gosh. So how about this, by the way? Yes. Just going through it. I, I really haven't gone through the Colts schedule game by game like that. Um Richardson will be taking on both rookie quarterbacks that were t- chosen above him. That's fun. Um he will be taking on uh Lamar and Deshaun Watson, who I think have blazed a path for Anthony Richardson. Would you not agree? Yeah, I agree with that. Uh-huh. And then Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence twice. Trevor Lawrence twice. We know that. Desmond Ritter. It's fun. Yeah. Another similar it is fun. type player. Some fun games there. November 26th, he said to take care of Baker. Do you think they take care of Baker or Kyle Trask? Is, is uh, Jonathan Taylor playing? Jonathan Taylor's playing for the Colts this year. You think so? What's more likely Friday? Doesn't Paul Levion sit out? No way. He might. How, by the way, I would counsel him greatly against that. How'd that work out for Levion? Yeah, true. Levion not, not Bell great. was not, not the same <laughs> not after that decision. He never Ever made that money back. He's again, hoops at LA he lost the money he could have made, and it was toast. He was toast. 
What a terrible decision that was. Terrible. Hey, worked out for James Conner. Nine and eight. Colts win total six and a half. I I would, you know, I'd say six and 11, five and 12. Let's take a break. We'll play some more of that and uh, set up the weekend. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, Five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Okay, back here on the show. We've made a lot of changes to our set. Um, You know, we've cleaned a few things up. Uh, We have a podcast set off to the side. This is all stuff that's not on camera here, but it's neat stuff. And we have a new green room. I mean, the reason why I bring this up is I'm told there's something that we've added here that has caught your eye, TJ Jefferson. Yeah, you know, we've made a lot of changes and Mm -hmm. everything's different. It looks great. And I haven't really used the bathroom in the studio much lately in the last couple weeks is okay. we just go right outside to the hallway it's sure. a lot quicker really letting people know how the sausage yeah. gets made so i happen to go into the bathroom uh here during an hour break during and you the saw my hour. my addition to the yeah, my it, own it, personal this is addition why you got to the... keep your head on the swivel because i walk in the bathroom i had my head down and i looked up and this was staring at me do your job <laughs> right when i'm trying to do my business yep. i got bill belichick right above the toilet yes. like staring at me yes. and, and it made it hard to do my job i got to be honest oh with wow you. oh <laughs> Well, check stage now, you, now you know what it's like to be a patriot. I guess so. I was like, wait, where did this come from? Uh, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I smile every time. Uh, well, because again, part of, part, of, part, part of our set redesign that we've had or clean up, we, also, we used to have a lot of stuff on the floor. Yeah. You know, we used to have a lot of stuff on the floor. And one of the things we used to have was a Belichick cardboard cutout. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we going to do with this? And I just decided, I spoke to the set redesigners. I'm like, what if we took this and you put it in the bathroom and have a sign underneath it say, do your job? I have no explanation for what happened. And now, instead of the cardboard cutout being so janky, they, I think they, what they did oh, is it's, fantastic. It's phenomenal. I don't know how much this cost on our budget, but it was worth every penny. Worth every penny. Like I said, it shocked me. Framed up. Looks great. For I can you. feel it. There you go. So, to future guests of the Rich Eisen Show. Just be prepared. Be prepared and do your job. Do your job. And flush, please. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial here. Um, all right. We haven't done um, – people have been waiting a while. What are we doing here? David in California will take this call. What's up, David? How are you, sir? How you doing, Rich Eisen and fellas? What's going hey, on, what Dave? Up, Dave? How are you? Stop. Who that nation. Okay. Um, now you're here in California. I could kind of hear it in your voice. Where are you from originally, David? Louisiana, down in the deep south. Okay. That We're is good. In California. He passes, yeah. right? He passes, uh, right? Easy pass. Okay, very easy good. Uh, Jason it, Feller, we need, your, uh, we need your undivided, sir. Here right. we go. Hit it, please. The New Orleans Saints. This is the first one we've had here. This kind of fills a, a need that we have here on the program. First up, home for the Tennessee Titans, David. That's going to be a tough opener, but we get the W. At the Carolina Panthers on a Monday night. That's a win. Win at the Green Bay Packers, 2-0. and 
Uh, I've been going back and forth. I'm going to say a loss. Two and one at home against the Bucks. AK-41 comes back from suspension. That is a big W. That's three and one at the Patriots. Not a W. Four and one at the Texans. W. Holy Gulf South Batman. Five and one against the Jaguars at home on a Thursday night. That's another toss up. I'm going to say a loss because it's a Thursday night. Five and two at the Colts. A win. Six and two home against the Bears. That's a W. Seven and two at the Vikings. Oh, goodness. Another toss up game. I'm going to say a loss. Seven and three off the bye at the Falcons. Oh, that's a W. We play well in in Atlanta. Eight and three home for the Lions. Another toss-up. Tough game. I'm going to say we take it. Nine and three home for the Panthers. W. Yeah, welcome back to the Superdome, Bryce Young. Uh, Ten and three home for the Giants. Uh, We take a loss. Ten and four at the Rams on a Thursday night. W. 11-4 Eleven and four at the Bucks. W. Twelve and four home against the Falcons. Uh, that's a loss. We oh. split with the Okay, twelve and five. Bam! Kick that one up a notch from David in California on his New Orleans Saints. Nice. Uh, what do you think? Well done, David. What do you think right there, Christopher? TJ. It's another Saints. fan that got caught up in the in the smoke. He got caught up a little bit, but. You think it's, the Saints are going to do well? It's not a difficult schedule. Yeah. And I think they could be a playoff team. And that defense is great. And playing in New Orleans is hard. It just, you know, it just comes down to Derek Carr. Let me ask you this question. Honestly. On Monday night, in front of the whole country, week two, how do you think our friend Cameron Jordan is going to feel about going against a rookie quarterback in front of the whole country? Uh, three and a half sacks for Cam Jordan. <laughs> What do you think about that? It's been a while since Cam's called. We get I, game, right? I don't know. The Jag- By the way, how great is that game on a Thursday night? The Jaguars in the Superdome. He said he called that a loss for the Saints. Folks, I have... Short uh, week, I Superdome. Have, uh, short week. Who cares? Let me tell you something. Short week on the road. You don't want it. Week, in the Superdome, Superdome. What you give New Orleans a full day to prepare for a game. And by New Orleans, I don't mean the Saints. I mean the people of New Orleans. You give them a full day to prepare for a football game. <laughs> the swing oil and the beads will be flowing. I've been there. Swing oil and beads. That is quite a combination. Well, they got two Thursday night games, huh? That's weird. Um, 12 and 5. Okay. Uh, let's go to Michael in New Jersey. He's been hanging on for two and a half hours for the right to hear his name. What's up, Michael? Hey, Rich. How's it going? Where in New Jersey are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Tons River, New Jersey, but I currently reside in Bloomfield. No, very good. So th- that's uh, Two New Jersey addresses means you are legit. You want to talk <laughs> about who? What do you got for me? So I'm actually at home. I'm recovering from LASIK surgery. So um, I can see very clearly more than ever in every sense of the word. So I'd like to do a uh, win or loss with uh, the other New York team, uh, the New York football giant. Okay, very good. Uh, very good. Greatly appreciate that. I am mandated to talk for Western New Yorkers in Buffalo. There's really only one team in New York, but that said, let's hit it. <laughs> All right. First up, home for the Cowboys. I think we're going to see big balls Brian out like we did last uh, year in week one. So I say win. Sorry, TJ. At the Cardinals. Win. 2-0 two and, two and oh at the Niners on a Thursday night. Ah, Niners are too good. Lost. Home for the Seahawks on a Monday night. Uh, win. Three and one at the Dolphins. Um, win. Four and one at the Bills. I think Dable's gonna uh, show the teacher who's um, or gonna put Josh Allen in his place. You know, oh, former oh. teacher, you know. Uh, so I'm gonna say win for the Giants. Five and one home for the Commanders. Win. Six and one against the other New York team, as you referred to them, the Jets. Mm. I'm going to say loss. Six and two at the Raiders. Raiders, that's a win. Seven and two at the Cowboys. At the Cowboys. Loss. Seven and three at the Commanders. 
that's a win. Sam Howell's eight, eight, be very long by then. Eight and three eight against the, the old Bill Belichick at home. Uh, Rockman, I think he has 40 million reasons to beat uh, Belichick, so I'm going to say win. Nine and three coming off the bye, home nice. for the Packers. Home for the Packers at home, I'll say win. Ten and three at the Saints. That's a win. Eleven and three at the Eagles. Eagles on Christmas Day. Oh, man, it takes the Eagles to ruin Christmas, doesn't it? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with a loss. I think they're too good. All right, home for the Rams with just four losses. I'll say win. Twelve and four, home for the Eagles. Uh, that's the last game of the season, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to hope that the Eagles arrest their starters. We'll call that a win. Oh, my goodness. 13-4. and four. Boy. Hey, I, I think I think Daniel Jones is going to play up to his contract, Brockman. All right. I think wow. the uh, – right? And then everybody – and TJ thinks the laser went straight through to your brain. Was Dr. Vinny Boombot your laser doctor? There you go. Very good. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's recovering. Recovering. Thanks for the call. I think every caller that's done this game, their team starts six and one. Yeah, every and for beats me. The well, the reason why everyone beats the Raiders, yeah, the Raiders commanders. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a win. And, and the Cardinals, they laugh. They, they can laugh. They laugh. That's so disrespectful. Oh, Raiders, they that's a win. Uh, or unless they visit the 49ers or have the Chiefs on the schedule at all. Yeah, that's a loss. Right? It's the only team they lose to. When the Eagles, unless they're st- sitting there starting. Everyone knows the NFL, it's weird, right? Weird stuff happens every single year. Teams go from worst to first. Half the playoff teams get get swapped in and out. What was my six friend's name eight, right there, brother? Six to eight coaches. Michael in New Jersey. Get Thank fired you, every single year. Weird things happen. Yeah, we've had three, three callers for the Giants. Next week, folks, no one's done the Commanders yet. No one's done the Titans, Texans. No one's done the Chargers. Come no on, one's done fans? the Chiefs. Every Raiders. team that's called. No one's a done the Bengals. Team. No one's done the Jets yet. I will win the division. Playoffs. Uh, I want to thank uh, everybody for uh, <laughs> Mina Kimes and Kyle Brandt. Tomorrow, uh, we're, we're coming. We're, we're coming out Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Andy Reid's our first guest. Our third guest is Hall of Famer Demarcus Ware, and in between Al Michaels in studio. That's how we're rolling with so our first do. show of an NFL week. We'll wrap up this show on the Roku channel to take you to Labor Day in a moment.